Let's talk about The White Lotus Season 2, Episode 1. Now, Brian, you revealed on Cord Killers that you got tricked into watching Season 1, Episode 1, but you also watched Season 2, Episode 1, right? Yes, uh, and it made us late for this very program, but um, uh, I liked Season 1 of Episode 1, or Episode 1, Season 1. Uh, I liked Episode 1 of Season 2, and I was glad to watch the two side-by-side side for the parallels. So, whereas, and I don't know how the rest of Season 1 goes, but episode one of season one begins with, a, you know, uh, representing the White Lotus brand. And you have this whinging softball of a guy who keeps contradicting himself as he tries to please everyone. And, and in this case, we have uh, the person running the White Lotus, uh, this particular uh, iteration, um, very much a hard ass. Although they reveal that she's sensitive and, and is like bummed when when what she thinks are prostitutes say that she's never had sex and she has a mean face or whatever. Like we, we see her really ashamed, which I think will unpack a little later vulnerability on. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, although I loved the, uh, I don't want to say the prostitutes because uh, uh, one of them seems very comfortable with the idea of just having sex for money. The other one does not. And they, very they, much not, they yeah. give a little bit of lip service to how she ended up in that place. And I, I loved the machinations of, them having to get into the hotel where they know the business is, but not get busted as being uh, ladies available for business. Uh, this is a great show. I wish somebody had told me uh, when when it came out that it was good. <laughs> I, I also love how Valentina, whereas like you saw in season one, the manager is very self-effacing, mm -hmm. will contradict himself in order to just say whatever the guests want to hear. Uh, Valentina in, in season two has said you know has some bluntness to her and i i don't know if that's meant to be like ah it's a it's a cultural difference between europeans and americans but you know she she tells f murray abraham's character because you're quite old <laughs> right <laughs> like yeah. with, with no was sense hard that to that travel was because yeah. you're quite old yeah. so old <laughs> uh i i thought i was gonna hate his continuous farting turns out i don't hate it it's pretty funny <laughs> well and also they don't play him as like uh, senile, like they, no. like he farts and he's a, he's a little grabby, it seems. But uh, he's he's not like feeble. He doesn't seem feeble. I mean, he other okay. than falling around, as he'll be quick to assert, uh, uh, he's strong. he's strong, strong. <laughs> yeah. like this. Great, great conversation. <laughs> uh, uh, compared to season one, uh, and I guess it's more for. Tom, having seen all of season one, how do you feel about the character archetypes we're being settled into versus, I guess, what we had in, in the last one? Yeah. So, so we have the, the family, the rich family of misfits, uh, but there's a spin on it, right? This, this time it's Aubrey Plaza who, who's the misfit in a, in a couple pairing uh, with, with her, her husband, whose college buddy is kind of a douche. Uh, and everybody agrees on that. Uh, then, then you have Tanya with her man uh, and sort of deluding herself about how their relationship is going, but also bringing her assistant, showing that she also is is kind of un unable to really understand boundaries. Uh, and her assistant becomes a really interesting character compared to season one of, you know, the person who's really not supposed to be there and is kind of a wild card uh, just floating around. And I like the family. I, I like the the, the three generations uh, of the DeGrasso's uh, seems like a 
very like a perfectly fair trope of like ah the americans coming back to to take grandpa to his roots uh in the old country and and reconnect uh it, it's I, I i i can't wait to see how badly that goes wrong uh i, I don't know it's a, it's a good uh, you know sort of offset from season one where it's like very similar types of dynamics but but created in a different way uh you you know that's an interesting thought that i didn't even think until just now um i wonder how much of an intergenerational commentary they're going to make with clearly you have um this uh, uh grandpa who is uh, i don't know all hat and no cattle who is loving to flirt and and maybe vocalizes about womanizing but but i get the impression very much doesn't do it uh but or is not successful at it then you have his son who obviously is so successful at carousing that his marriage is a sham and a disaster and the one time he calls LA, you know, he gets a, an earful. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see how, how his, you know, the son is wrestling with this. Uh, also love the idea of, a, of, of, of a, the complicated idea of an assistant who's at her wits end being told to hide in a room and she just doesn't go, my God, she just wants to get out there. And uh, uh, I, I, I'm enjoying the, the shenanigans that are, are probably going to come for that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and of course, uh, as with season one, you start to forget it's a murder mystery, uh, rather quickly because the characters are so engrossing. Uh, but lurking back there is who's dead and who killed them and how many, uh, and, and how you, many, and how many, because other guests are dead. Exactly. Uh, and you're, you're starting to seed all of these different interlocking motivations, uh, of like who might be upset at whom, uh, and have a grudge that that might lead them in a fit of passion to to kill. Uh, and even though Jennifer Coolidge's character, Tanya, is the only one to return from season one uh, as a non-murderer from season one, uh, not a spoiler uh, simply because it's spoiler in time, but also because she's not in prison. Uh, she's just traveling. Uh, oh, I, they let me out. I, they let, they I wouldn't rule out. her out. As, as, as this, you know, this time she might be the killer. Uh, I, I don't know. It's, yeah. Well, it's fun. what do you think that scene with her trying to feed the macaroons to her husband was? Well, like, she was hung up on that was, accusation. Right. Which yeah, that he, alone would be. He like, accused her of eating them face. all. Yes. Correct. It sounds like maybe he hid two of them to make her feel bad. Could that be. she ate the whole package. Hmm. Maybe not. She, I think is really just trying to show like, no, no, look. I, I wasn't, I didn't eat the whole package. I wasn't imagining it. Yes. Uh, and it's our first that. indication that it's sinking in that maybe he isn't treating her with as much respect as she thinks he does. Yet, yes to all of that. The only weird thing is hmm. if she was upset, uh, you know, you crunch him up, you throw him in his face or whatever, or, or, or you show them or whatever. It was very odd that she insisted he eat them. Like, uh, I think that's because she wanted to show because he had said, like, I didn't get to eat any. You ate them all. I, I think it was a very with Tanya's character. I think it was a very innocent like, oh, you wanted to eat them. So so now you can eat them. There you go. Hey, it works out for everybody. Meanwhile, she's like you can also tell she's caught flat footed because she was like, you know, listening in on the phone call that he was making and to Bob to Bob and mm -hmm. uh and so she was probably also panicking a little bit, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because she's, 
she's a little uh, goofy. Right. She is a little goofy. Just whether yeah. you look at season one or here in in this season, a little uh, 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 gullible and soft, I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. they... like when when she gives that line when she first talks to to her husband, as as she's talking about the the assistant. Like I feel like it comes across really well with the way she delivers the line of, of like, well, it's not like she's gonna be in our bed or anything. Like, like she it was really just trying to be, uh, you know, pra- pragmatic and and compromise to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, she might be dying too. She might be a she might be a victim. I hope not. Oh, I yeah. hope not. Oh, <laughs> the only I'm people we know are alive. He eats me. There, there are th- there are three people. There are three people alive. Uh, we we see uh, Val- Rocco. Oh, we see Valentina, uh, and we see the wife of the the guy. Um, yeah, and her. I can't find her name. Yeah, her. Uh, of 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 the Silicon Valley seeming of guy. Of the Silicon Valley exec. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. What do you think's going on with that dynamic? Because I, I, I first, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to read it. Tell me if I'm reading into this too much. Because it seems like they're trying to set up with that story of the two couples that, oh, he's going to hit you up for money eventually. You just got a lot of money. Mm-hmm. He's going to hit you up for money. But I think, because we don't know their relationship, I think because she's an employment lawyer and they have that really heated conversation about mm-hmm. about all, all of that entire thing. Uh and so I wonder if maybe she prosecuted him or if for, for whatever reason mm. she affected his mm. business and now maybe she doesn't even realize it because it was a subsidiary of a subsidiary or something. Yeah. yeah. And so now he's trying to put po- that that might explain why he he undressed in front of her or in the mm-hmm. room. Who knows? Right? He's it, trying to trick her into doing something that will cause yeah. her own. Oh, um, you are looking at my pee pee. <laughs> or or seduce her and get her and break up the relationship. I oh. uh I I I don't know. Like the moment he asked to go up with her to put on, you know, to borrow the swim trunks of his friends, like mm-hmm. uh Silicon Valley's wife uh gives a look that indicates that this has happened a lot before. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. whether whether they are you know some kind of swinging couple or or trying to groom something or whatever like she's unsurprised and slightly miffed about it um mm-hmm. yeah. he uh he walks to the center of the room specifically so he can drop trow where where he'll be seen um yep. hbo sure. execs were thrilled that they showed more dong um the, uh, oh, another parallel to season one because yep. you see Don, he hangs a big dong in front in the first yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, including what looked to my eyes to be a vasectomy scar. Um, oh, <laughs> you're watching oh, 4K. Oh my goodness! I mean, look, I really tried. <laughs> I really tried to be good, and and I and I gave it my full attention. I was very disappointed mm-hmm. to find out I watched the wrong episode. Oh no! <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, uh, there was something else. Oh, the 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 references to the the god of jealousy, where they they explain that the 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 head with the crown and the myth, the local myth behind it, and they keep showing it. Tanya sees it, you know, when she says she's she was imagining something when they're having sex. Uh, so that that is definitely 
either metaphorically, literally, or both going to play into this, how this all goes out. That, uh, that also, from what little I know of the character, Tanya, seems like she wasn't trying to be mean, but genuinely, authentically explaining to her husband, oh, no, I was just thinking of this stuff, and then I looked in your eyes, and they were shark's eyes. They were... <laughs> Dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's just being honest. I mean, I mean, no, I mean, I, I really believe that she didn't have any mal uh, intentions. That's Malicious a nice intent. No. That's a nice thing about this episode is you have all of these like little fuses that ought to be in a normal story. Like we're gonna have a blow up about this. We're gonna address this, right? Whether it's Tanya, uh, Tanya during maritals when they have their whole. Uh, 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 conflicts, whether it's the tech couple and all. Um, and you see a lot of diversions and de-escalations, right? Uh, Tanya's coming on to Greg. Greg says, oh, well, I'm going to go clean up. And instead of immediately being like, what is, she, what is she up to? She's like, oh, he cares also. Like, we're, we're not seeing the immediate jump to conflict and, 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 and fighting, which is great. It's pacing. We're pacing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I did dig that scene where um, the not sex worker of the two <laughs> was genuinely explaining like, oh my gosh, how great that you get to sing for a living. That's got to be awesome. And he's like, she's like, I play the piano too. And he very much is like, yes, I'm sure you do. That's, can we skip to the part where I offer you money for sex? Um, uh, that, that was well played because you can see that moment of realization and they didn't drag it out too long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, good first episode. Glad you enjoyed it. Looking yeah. forward to the next one. Oh man. Are well, you going to watch this? Are you going to watch season one and season two in parallel? Oh, that would be crazy. You it's know what? Fun. I, I think I will. That's, that'll, that'll be fun. Hey. Uh, 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 if you don't mind. So we'll do an inverse <laughs> of what we did yeah. with Westworld. Yeah. I'll give you a mini report on week after on week, the, what mm -hmm. happened in the previous season at this time. And then it, you'll, you'll we keep can, watching because, season two as well. Oh, oh right? yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Beca because already, I mean, there were so many parallels just yeah. beat for beat, note for note. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very cool. That's very cool. I, maybe I'll join you on that. Cause I had a lot of fun rewatching the finale. Uh, to get in the same headspace. This show's good. Y'all, yeah, this show's that good. Uh, that is The White Lotus, season two, episode one.